Okay, it says it's... I can say. <laughs> Alright. Alright, everyone. Welcome to the first uh, video-style uh, Fantasy Football Crew podcast. I'm your host, Tony. We're here with Sean and Bobby today. Uh, we have some some fun topics. Um, it's going to be kind of freestyle. Um, Bob is sideways right now for some reason. <laughs> but uh, there we go. But uh, yeah, we didn't go over to the topics too much, but I have them here. So we're going to have some fun. We're going to go with um, bold predictions for 2020. Um, picking someone in the first round that's a reach at the end of the first round, and we'll explain why. Well, I'll explain why that's an important question. And then some who would you rather have? First one's going to be Hopkins versus Julio Jones. Um, so we'll get right into it. And we'll go with um, topic number one, bold predictions for the 2021 fantasy football season. And since I've never gone first, I'm going to go first, and then uh, we'll go, go on from there. Um, so I have three. <clears throat> the first one, I don't know if it'd be considered that bold, but I'm going to go with uh, Miles Sanders is going to finish as a top five running back. Um, last year when he got a lot of work, he was in between weeks 12 and 16 before he got injured. He was running back four, so he showed what he could do when he has the rock in his hands. So far, they haven't got anyone to really challenge him. I know um, the narrative is that Doug Peterson always uses a running back by committee, but he hasn't necessarily had a running back that could be as, as good as Sanders just yet. So if, if he's able to get the the bulk of the carries, I think he could be a top five running back. Um, <laughs> doesn't good. <laughs> this uh, this next one is going to prediction. Be... Bad connection. What's that? There's a bold prediction. Tony's connections. Gabriel brothers. <laughs> is it is it a bad connection? I think Bob has the bad connection. He's skipping. Oh okay. Uh, Did it's you? you. Were, I think it's Bob. You were able to hear me, Sean. I can hear you fine, yeah. Okay. All right. My next uh, two are pretty crazy, but that's why they call them bold. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Dwayne Haskins will finish as a top 12 quarterback. Uh, he was pretty terrible last year, but uh, this is his second year. He has a new coach, a better coach. He has his uh, favorite weapon, Terry McLaurin. I think he'll get uh, improved in his second year. And in this third bold prediction, um, I'm not sure if I really, I don't really believe it too much, but there's a part of me that thinks this could be true is Deontay Johnson will have a better season than Juju. So that one's pretty, pretty intense. Um, I just think he could form a nice connection with Ben downfield and kind of be his new AB. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see how that goes this season if Ben could stay healthy. <clears throat> Um, so from you guys, we'll go with Sean first. You have a bull prediction for us? Uh, well, you kind of stole a little bit of uh, with Dwayne Haskins. I was going to go with that one. So uh, I, only, I only really have one, and um, I don't know how bold it is, but uh, we'll go with it anyway. going to be, uh, I think, uh, Dalvin Cook uh, holds out for about six games for this year, and uh, you see Alex Madison hit 1,000 yards. So nice. uh, that's my bold prediction. Nice. Yeah, he's a he's a great handcuff. Um, he's going yeah. super late too. So he definitely is. I mean, Dalvin <laughs> Cook 
whether he gets a contract or not, has to play this year in order to accrue a season right. toward free agency. So I could see him doing something more like uh, what Melvin Gordon did, where he missed, uh, you know, he misses the first couple games and ends up coming back, and they sort of platoon both. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Madison's super talented, so if he gets the opportunity, he could he could be a stud. I agree with that one. How about you, Bob? Uh, my prediction is Antonio Brown will be a top five receiver this year. Oh, snap. <laughs> Even with the uh, looming suspension, you don't think he'll get hit too hard? No, I don't think you're going to suspend him at all. They basically suspended him the whole season last year. <laughs> you have any predictions where he's going to go? Um, Seattle or Tampa Bay? Yeah. Oh, Based off of Bob saying that, I got a second prediction now. Go ahead. Uh, my other bold prediction is going to be that Colin Kaepernick signs before Antonio Brown does. Man, look at that! They came out. Bucks came out today and said they they weren't interested even after the yeah. rumors. But I yeah, uh, I, I think Seattle. I think Seattle's the, the spot for Antonio, but I don't see it happening until closer to the beginning of the season. If he signs there, that's the only team I see it happening to the Ravens were in there too but I but the Ravens have so many young receivers I I just I don't see them bringing him in they already yeah already tried with Josh Gordon and that didn't work but I think uh especially with um Russell Wilson kind of kind of kind of you know saying he wants him there I think that that's going to be uh more of a landing spot for Antonio Brown yeah if they do bring him in I hope they let uh Russell air it out a bit too um let him get those numbers up. Bruska finishes the top quarterback again. He did a few years ago, but uh, he has the, you know, he's shown it year in and year out, but they just run a lot. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll move right along then. Um, so I gave uh, you guys a list a while back, but I don't know if you remember it or not. But so a lot of people, um, not a lot of people, most people will go, with whoever's available, like the best available pick at the end of the first round based on rankings and whatnot. But, you know, some people like to reach for potential. Like last year, if someone would have took Cook or Michael Thomas over Juju or Connor in the first round, they would uh, it would have worked out pretty well. Or Lamar so, Miller. Or Lamar Miller, of course. <laughs> Bob's favorite player. So, um... I know both of you guys probably just go for the uh, best available, but if you had to reach and pick, like, uh, who could be this year's Dalvin Cook or Michael Thomas, whose ADP is in the second round, who would you go with? We'll go with Bob first. I forgot the list, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) But um, someone in the second round that – I mean, like you mentioned Miles Sanders. If if he's going in the late first round – I'd much rather reach and take Travis Kelsey instead. Okay. So you have really... him. I'd rather have a Travis Kelsey or even an Odell Beckham at that point. Yeah. Yeah, either those are – well, Kelsey's a safe bet. Odell, he's a, he's a nice bounce-back candidate this year. Um, Sean, well, who – Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. <laughs> How about you, Sean? Uh, well, I mean, this might be kind of a no brainer, but I think, um, I think Josh Jacobs is kind of the guy in the second round. 
That was um, one of mine. A, yeah, he had a great rookie year. Um, you know, they did bring in Lynn Bowden, but I think that's just going to kind of take – be more of like a um, Jalen Rashard type of player. Um, you didn't really get to see uh, – you didn't really get to see Josh Jacobs, you know, really that – do a lot in the receiving game. And he's he has a really good uh, – really good – Repertoire in the and in, in catching passes and stuff like that. So I think I think you're going to see them utilize him a little bit more. They have more receivers to throw to now. Now that the AP AB fiasco is out of the way, they got. I think their offense could be a lot better, and I think you could see them utilize uh, Josh Jacobs a little bit more in the receiving game and see him finish in the top five and for running backs next this year. Yeah, it's funny. Uh... Just recently, some of the expert drafts, Josh Jacobs is going early as seven, which is pretty wild. But, you know, mm-hmm. some people like that upside, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. For me, for me, I kind of had five, but I'll go with three main ones. Um, the first one would be Sanders because to go with my uh, hot take earlier, I, I believe in his potential uh, if, if I would take a flyer in, on him on the first and it turns out well, I'd be really happy. Um, <clears throat> I'd reach I'd reach for – I might reach for Eckler, um, considering what he did last year when he was the main back. And I know they brought in uh, Joshua Kelly and they have Justin Jackson there, which is troubling. But if they do go ahead and, and say, hey, like, you know, give him the main – give him the most amount of work, he showed what he could do, how explosive he could be. He finishes number four running back last year, um, so that's pretty good. And then, like Sean said, Josh Jacobs, he's shown potential. Nick Chubb has shown that potential, but he has to split. Uh, you know, he has to split duty, so that's why people shy away from him in the first. Now, if um, <clears throat> Kareem Hunt wasn't there, he would probably be a first-round draft pick all the way. And then the last one, um, I'm going to go with Kenyon Drake. Hmm. Um which is he showed how explosive he could be at the end of last year with the Cardinals. Um, but, of course, he has a track record of, of you know, not doing that. So people question him, like, if he could keep that up. So those are my kind of five that I'd be okay with reaching for at the yeah, end. It seems like the only – Go ahead. Yeah, it seems like the only two years that where he actually had production were like the last five to six games of the year. So I think a lot of people are skeptical if he could do it over like a full year and if he can can be can do it consistently. You know, because it's been he's had a couple like bust years in between those two. Yeah, seasons, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, he why he's in that offense. I think for that, so we'll see if he can do it though. Yeah, he has a lot of up and down uh, games. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to the last topic here. Um, going to be a quick podcast this this time, but um, so we're going to do a little. Who would you rather have? Um, so the first one is Hopkins versus Julio Jones. Of course, Hopkins is moving into the new situation with Kyler Murray. Julio getting older, um, but he's still an elite talent. Who would you guys rather have? We'll go with Sean first. Um, I always hate a, a, a player going from one offense to another because you never know how what exactly to expect. But DeAndre, I have to go with DeAndre Hopkins. He's played 
he's he's better he's better in the red zone and he gets a lot more touchdowns i think that um i think that they're going to utilize him uh a lot in arizona they're going to pass a lot with them you know playing that air raid offense so um and julio's not a big not a big touchdown guy he only had like one year where he had you know a lot of touchdowns so i i would probably have to stick with uh deandre hopkins yeah how about you bob I mean, I, I don't think Julio is going to play bad by any means, but, I mean, Hopkins has never really played with a good – I mean, outside of the years with Texas Watson Watson in uh, Houston. I mean, he's had some really bad quarterbacks yeah. that he was able to still play well with. And, I mean, it's a, a pass-first offense. They're not – it's not like he's going there and being the only guy. They still have Fitzgerald. They still have Kirk. Um, what's his name? Kenyon Drake coming out of the backfield, so they'll—he's not going to draw as he's going to be tougher to double team him there. And Murray's a lot more confident than most quarterbacks, so I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah. So for me, um, I, this is tough, but I'm I'm going to go with Julio Jones, uh, just because. Hopkins, one of the reasons he dominated so much is because he had so much of the target share, and he's an awesome player, of course. Uh, moving into the new offense, though, I don't know if he'll have that dominant uh, target share, but they're probably going to pass more. So I think either way, you can't go wrong. Like you guys said, they're both extremely talented. I like uh, Jones to have one more big season before his fall off here and uh, get a little more touchdowns this year, hopefully. <laughs> That's um, the big key, I think, is the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Has you know, put up a piece of amount of touchdowns. I think he could definitely be better, but I, he just yeah. never usually does. Yeah, you think they would? He's so tall and big. You think they would use him in the red zone? Oh, I know. It's an easy target. All right, for this next one, um, let me see here real quick. Give me a second. Where is he at? Where is he at? Okay. So we're going to do Juju uh, versus Allen Robinson. And this one might seem easy. You might go with Juju because of, uh, you know, the talent and what he did two years ago with Ben. But uh, last year, Robinson finished um, wide receiver number eight in PPR. And he's getting what should be an upgrade in Nick Foles. They didn't really add too many threats in the wide receiver realm besides Ted Gidden, but he's not normally a high target guy. Um, who would you guys rather take? We'll go with Bob first here. Um, it's tough because you've never seen Juju, I mean, be it was only one season, play well without Antonio Brown. Uh, you right. don't know if Johnson's going to be somebody that can help take away coverage from him. I personally am not a big Allen Robinson fan. I mean, yeah, he's not, he's not pretty, but I mean, he does you know, get a lot of targets. But I'm not all that sure that Nick Foles is going to beat out uh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I don't. He's only really been good in the Super Bowl. <laughs> he's had two good years, and yeah. even then, the year they were both the Super Bowl and won, the defense had a lot to do with it. There was a lot of luck involved in that that year. Yeah. And I mean, how many times he bounced around? He's been in St. Louis. He's been in. Kansas City. Yeah. Wasn't looking up, I mean, he couldn't get his job back from Gardner Minshew. So. <laughs> hey, Gardner. 
He's the go, bro. It's tough because I don't think it's <laughs> terrible. I think it just happens that he got picked before two studs that really make him seem a lot worse. Yeah. And he's not. But you know what? I'm going to go with Alan Robinson. Even yeah. though no Yinzer. <laughs> How about you, Sean? Um, I was real big on Alan Robinson when he first came out, Penn State guy. So obviously I love him. And when he uh, when he broke out with Jacksonville, and then he got hurt, he kind of like became like an afterthought for a little bit. Um, and then especially with the Bears, you know, their offenses were always like, eh. So you know, but he's he's been quietly putting up some pretty decent numbers. So, um, and like Bob said with Juju, I mean, you haven't you never really seen Juju do it without Antonio Brown on the opposite side. Like the games where Antonio Brown wasn't there. And then part of the game, I know Ben only played two games last year, and then they had, there was only the game, um, you know, the in 2018 when uh, Antonio Brown didn't show up. But I, I gotta see, I gotta see uh, Juju do it, you know, without without uh, Antonio Brown. I think we'll have a better chance of doing it this year. But I know what I ha- I know what I do have in Allen Robinson, so I would take Allen Robinson as well. And yeah. part of me thinks he may just be a a good like a number two guy. He's not really that. He's not going to be that guy. He's not going to be a Julio. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he's, right. he's a thousand year old right. guy. He's never going to be a. Always be. He's going to always be a Robin. He may never be a. Bad. More like a Jarvis Landry. He's more like Jarvis yeah. Landry's a stud, but he's better served as a Robin. Like it's a second receiver. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna go opposite of you guys uh, for Yinzer effect. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna pick Juju for the upside. Um, I think we kind of have seen. I think Robinson will be good again, but I think Juju could either ascend past Robinson, or he could be like another like mid road, like you guys said, like middle of the road type of guy. But I'm gonna go to draft him for hope and hope for the upside. Um, he let me down last year. Let everyone down last year, but I believe he can. He could have a bounce back year this year. <laughs> um, so let's go next one. All right, we got Josh Allen or Breeze or Brady. Would you rather go with one of the old guys or go with the young Josh Allen who runs a little bit more? We'll go with Sean first. Oh. That's tough. You got Tom Brady down there with all of those weapons. Yeah. Drew Brees still seems to keep doing it. But then you got Josh Allen. Um I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a limb here. I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. And I Josh think I'm Allen. gonna take Yeah, and mainly because of his running ability. Um it, he's he's proven, you know, that he it gets that he can uh you know, he can play in this league. I think he's played really well. Um, but his running ability kind of like sets him apart from the other two guys, I think. Right. Um, you know, if he, if he starts throwing the ball a little bit more deeper, you know, um, you know, I think, uh, I think you'll see him take another step this year. And, uh, and with him having Stefan Diggs, I think the, the passing game will get it grow a little bit. And, uh, with that, with that and the rushing attack, I could, I really, I, I'd have to go with, uh, with Josh Allen. 
And so, something else to consider, though, is Josh Allen's going about 73rd overall, and Breeze is going 87. Tom Brady's going 105. So you have to spend. Was, that's what I was going to ask you. Where, yeah, where going. you'd yeah. have to you'd have to spend a little more draft part. capital in Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, fill me in on that part before I. Am. Sorry, sorry, I just looked it up right I, now. You said, I, 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 you said which one do I want? You didn't say. You didn't tell uh, me about the round. Draft pick consideration. Would you change your Would you change your pick? Um. Yeah, some of these kind of high for a quarterback. That's that's going to be probably you know. Sixth round, I would say. Yeah, um, I don't seven, like to six, take seven. quarterbacks that early. Yeah. I like I like to wait a little bit. Um, yeah, so I mean, in that in that case, I probably would lean towards towards Tom Brady, especially in that offense with uh, Bruce Arians, where they just throw it nonstop. Um, yeah, fantasy for fantasy purposes. I mean, you can't. Uh, there's no that offense looks. Uh, Definitely get you some fantasy points. Yeah. How about you, Bob? Um. Now that I know the draft order, I mean, obviously, I always like to wait on a quarterback, yeah. so I would be perfectly fine with getting Tom Brady there, anyways. But um, you have to. In my opinion, the floor is Josh Allen because because of his legs. Um, All right. I would have to say Breeze is my um. I think he, he has a good, decent floor also because I feel like even last year he was it wasn't all that great with the injuries and he, he didn't throw as much, but he was still pretty darn accurate. But for the sake of like drafting them, I'd have to take Tom Brady thirty picks yeah. after Josh Allen, who I, I've gone with as my quarterback the past two years in all of my <laughs> leagues, but I don't want right. to pay up for him. <laughs> You have to get Dalton just in case. <laughs> to Red Rocket, bro. He'll take over eventually. Still get Dalton. So yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would take Tom Brady late and then uh, swing back around and get one a younger guy uh, like a Minshew or like a Burrow just to put on my bench in case Brady uh, falls off a cliff. Hopefully, one of those two guys or you know another young guy. Uh, like a Haskins, maybe show some potential, and I have him on my bench just in case. So that's kind of the route I would go, or Dalton, because we all know he's going to take over. <laughs> he knows what he's doing out there. <laughs> all right, so let me see. Um, so this one, I think I know. I think I know both of you guys' answer. We we talked about both of them uh, before on the podcast. Um, Mostert versus Connor. I think they're both going around the same, around like the fifth round, fourth round. Uh, who would you guys rather have? We'll go Bob real quick. Um, with Ben back, yeah. I, I'd, I'd rather Connor. Seems like, you know, he's going to have the, um, Mostert. There's still a lot of backs, even though they got Brita. rid of, um, Texas Mills, Brita. They still, you know, he's never really done it, like we always say, over a full season. So that, that kind of – Connor, I mean, it's injury. It's not lack of skill. So you just got to hope that maybe this year he's, he packed on a little more muscle yeah. and he's ready to go. Yeah. Hell to pin. How about you, Sean? Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I got to go James Conner here. Um, I like uh, – James Conner has been working out like crazy. I'm sure you've seen some of his videos and some of the stuff he's doing. I just think uh, he's motivated more than ever, and he's one guy I don't think I would I ever want to bet against when he's motivated. He's proven time and time again that he can bounce back from things. Uh, so I would definitely take Connor Mostert. Um, still, he had he had a decent stretch at the end of the year. Obviously, but he's still unproven to me. Uh, McKinnon's coming back. I still think they really are high on McKinnon. McKinnon's a guy that can line up, you know, in the slot at receiver or in the backfield. Um, I still think they're going to deploy them. Plus, they have Tevin Coleman. Um, they're going to use all three of those backs. So, um, with with Ben back. And with a motivated Connor, I can see Connor having a big bounce back here. And I'm pretty sure I read that Tomlin said that there's he's not looking for a committee. He, he yeah, yeah. Not. He did say that. Yeah, yeah. I'd go with Connor too. He's very, uh, he's very bullish on one run. <laughs> yeah, I, I go with Connor too. Like you guys said, he has a more clear cut uh, path to being the workhorse. He's shown what he could do before. Like you guys said as well, uh, Ben's back this year. I love both candidates uh, since they're going so late as kind of like steals. You know, if, if they are workhorses and they could stay healthy, they could blow blow away their ADP. So I really like targeting them late as like a second or third running back. <clears throat> um, so we just got a couple more here. Let me see their ADP first before I ask you this one. Oh my gosh! All right, do you guys have a preference uh, between Kelsey or Kittle, or or uh, would you rather just who you know whoever falls to you if you're gonna pick a tight end that early? We'll go with Sean first. Um, I don't really have a preference between the two because um, I think they both are two of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if let's just say for instance, in the third, in the third round, they're both available. And I want to take one of them as my tight end. Um, I think push comes as a shove. I probably would take Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I would have no problem taking Kittle either. You know, they're, they're both from the same mold in my opinion. Yeah. They're both, they're both great. And uh, most, you know, Kelsey's in the better offense. He's been a better tight end, but he's older. So that would be the only argument against him if someone thinks he's going to fall off. But he showed no signs of slowing down last year. So I really don't think you'd go wrong with either one. Do you have a preference, Bob? Uh, if we're all like he said, if we're like at this point, they're both there and you're you're content with take, you, you're deciding that's what you want to do, take a tight end there. I mean, I would have to put – a lot of things we talked about. All the running backs out in San Francisco lead me to believe that running's still a um, priority out there for right. throwing. And you got Garoppolo versus Mahomes, so you know you got to lean towards Kelsey for that respect. But they still don't have a lot of receivers out in San Francisco, so there's still a lot of targets up for grabs. I don't think you can go wrong, but if I had to, for the sake of this to be different, I'll go with Kittle. Even I just <laughs> argued for, I gave all the points to Kelsey, but I'm going <laughs> against the grain and taking Kittle. Yeah. Also, a big wrestling thing. 
Did you still hear me? Did you hear me? You guys there? I can hear you now. Okay, if you're talking okay. to me. Sorry, my yes, computer. I can hear you. My computer fell off. <laughs> it shut off. All right. So, um, <laughs> I've three, two or three more. We'll just do these real quick. Um, this one's probably probably real easy. Chubb versus Henry. You guys would rather have Henry, right? Not, I mean, that's not a guarantee. You know, they... Chubb... I mean, he was right up there to lead the league in Russia, he was, I believe, last yeah. year. I, he was second. Correct, Correct. yeah. He was leading it until... I, I think he missed a game or two in any... Well, I, I mean, I believe Henry had a big last yeah. game. He, he won the... Like, whatever it was, he sealed whatever their... their they fought in the playoffs with the with the run and like took over the rushing title. But if you look back at his rookie year, he probably would have got a thousand, but he didn't become the full time back. Correct? He yeah, until like there. four or five games in. Where do I have? Yeah, it was four or five games in after Carlos Hyde just plotted his way the first four weeks. <laughs> Uh oh, still there, bud? Uh oh, could you hear, bud? Sean, I'm here. I can hear you. Could you hear? I don't see you, but I hear you. Oh, could you hear Bob or no? I, I can't hear Bob at all. Okay. <laughs> I heard him, and then he cut out. I don't hear him at all now. Yeah, I don't hear. Him. I guess we're talking about uh, I when you asked the question I heard it was uh it was Chubb and, and Yeah, Henry. Chubb and yeah, Chubb and Henry. Do you have a uh, favorite okay. out of those two? Um well, I'll, I'll, until we, Yeah, until we get Bob back, I'll go ahead and answer that. Um yeah, yeah, I definitely. would prob I would have to go with Chubb. Um I think Henry Henry had a huge year last year, but um you know, I think that's I think that's kind of like the ceiling. I think he's gonna come yeah. a little bit further back down to earth. Plus, him uh, him being on a franchise tag, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm I I like what Chubb can do. Now, now neither one of them are really very you know do much in the passing game, but right. um, I like the I I, I like uh, the upside still with Chubb. I still think he has uh, he has a couple more big years left in him before right. you know he's kind of levels up. Yeah, and uh, I like I like Chubb due to the ADP too. Um, a lot of drafts, Henry's going in the first. Even I've seen him go six, seventh overall, and I'm not willing to spend that on Henry. So I'd rather swing back around and get Chubb in the yeah. in you know in the early second if I'm able to. <clears throat> Let's see here. Yeah, if you have a chance to get somebody who's going to give you basically the same kind of numbers around later, then you're going to take that guy, and that's what you're going to get yeah, with yeah. Chubb. So I'd take Chubb. Exactly. So let's see. 
Aubrey back. Oh, Bob's back. <laughs> I don't know if he is. I don't see him. He came back for I'll a second. Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bob. I see. Oh, no. Bob. Man down. Man down. <laughs> All right. All right, everyone. Sorry about that. We all got cut off here, but we're back at it real quick and we'll finish up with the last question. Uh, we pretty much agreed last time if Chubb, Chubb's going in the second round and Henry's going in the first, we'd rather have Chubb, right? Yes. Okay. I Yeah. Similar kind of player. Uh, you get him around later, you know, go with that. So last question here, we got Lockett versus Odell. Who would you rather have? Odell. Hands down. I mean, do you have the numbers on him? But I mean, yes. Yeah, give me one second. So Odell's going around 29th overall, and Lockett's going 50th overall. Mm. Well, I mean, obviously, Odell has a much higher ceiling. Right. Depending on, you know, Lockett, them 20 picks is a bit – I'd have to know my team again that it's a – Right. I know it's like a really silly answer. It's not really – go like, you know, going about the question. <laughs> but, like, if I've gotten 29th, what would that be, like, the end of the third round? If I went running back, running back, I wouldn't mind getting Odell. Like, you know, having Odell, right. number one receiver – I've gotten two real good running back. I think I'm in good position, but I'll I'll go with Beckham. Yeah, I probably go with Beckham too. I like him as a bounce back candidate. Um, Tyler Lockett was 13th overall in PPR last year. He finished wide receiver 13, but he got injured. I forget what week it was, but he really fell off after that. From like weeks one to 12 or one to 13 or so. Let me see where he was here. Where's Lockett? I just know Lockett was in the top four, like the first 10 weeks or so, but then he fell off after he got that injury. Um, but I do, yeah, he was number five from weeks one to 10. <clears throat> but I like Odell as a bounce back candidate. Um, like you said, he has a higher upside. If you uh, to worry that Metcalf has a bigger role. Yeah, yeah. Do they continue to run the ball even more? And do they sign Antonio Brown and then now? All of a sudden, he Lockett. I mean, well, that could also help Lockett, and he could be getting a lot less coverage. But AB will probably command a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I, we said this a couple podcasts ago, but I think I think Lockett that was his ceiling last year. I don't think he's going to have a better year than that. Where Aldell, you know, I think he's a stud, and I think his he can match. Or at least get around what he used to be, <clears throat> ceiling wise. Um, so, final thought here: What are your thoughts on Hayden Hurst? Do you like him as a late round sleeper? <laughs> uh, he plays for Atlanta now. Correct? Atlanta, yeah, kind of took over oh, yeah. for Austin Hooper. Because it seems, I mean, over the years, I'm always big on finding a late round tight end. Yeah, uh, like Jacob Tammy. I mean, he's not all that great, but he had a few when he was the guy. 
for uh, Matt Ryan. I believe Hooper eventually usurped him for the role, but like for those five weeks that Jacob Tammy was the number one guy, he was putting up good numbers. Yeah. Hooper, good numbers. Tony Gonzalez, good numbers. So Matt Ryan likes to throw to the tight end. So I, and Hayden Hurst is, you know, he has the, the pedigree to be. Yeah. Just like one of those guys. Absolutely. Yeah, I like him too. He's one of my favorite late round. If I don't get one of the uh, stud ones, I don't know if I'm really planning on getting either Kelsey or Kittle, but I'll I'll wait around for someone like like Hurst and get a second guy just in case Hurst doesn't work out. Like you said, I like his potential in Atlanta there. Um, that's about it. Uh, any final thoughts on any of the topics? <laughs> nothing, for, nothing for me. No. Where the question is, where's Sean? Where's Sean? Sean's lost in the abyss. I think his phone died and he just went to sleep. But uh, hopefully, hopefully he's all right. We'll get contact with him here soon. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, for Bob, Sean, and myself, thank you, guys. Uh, tune in next week. We'll get some more topics here. And thank you and good night.